Thank you for joining me this week. What an exciting week in terms of Bible prophecy. I'm sure you, like myself, have been watching the news, seeing all that's taking place in Russia, the Ukraine, and the rest of the world, for that matter. Again, I had the privilege of being on Frank's speech with Brandon House, and, and uh, it was a wonderful time for us to talk about Russian aggression. We'd like to air that session with you today. And then if you'll stay tuned, at the end of the program, we'll show you how you can get the same free booklet and a free handout. Now, we'll join the session. All right, joining me now is Dr. Rob Lindstedt. He's been very patient. We're running a little behind tonight. Dr. Rob, welcome back to the program. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure to be with you again tonight. Hey, Logan, can you come do me a favor and plug in my phone? My phone died. I can't reach under the desk while I'm on live television. Um, Dr. Rob, you heard me talk about Russia. You probably saw some of that video. I was talking about how great and powerful, how powerful, not great, but how powerful Russia has become militarily, their Poseidon, their military weapons, uh, their ICBMs, and so many things. What is the Bible? Because I know you're an expert on Bible prophecy. For those who don't know, my friend Dr. Rob Linstead, he is out of Wichita, Kansas. He's the, uh, uh, the, the head of a, the superintendent of a very large Christian school in Wichita, Kansas, but also has schools around the world that he oversees. Uh, and he's the author of several books. And I think tonight he's even going to offer you a book for free. He'll tell you about that. So you want to get a, get a pen to take down the website where you get a free book from him on some of these things. Because um, uh, Dr. Rob Linstead and I have been friends for 25 years, and he's an expert on these things. So, Dr. Rob, tell me, what, what does the Bible say about Russia? Well, the Bible does speak that Russia will become aggressive. And the Bible even goes a step further by saying that they're going to become aggressive in the last days. And that's my concern, because what I watch on television, as we saw this display of, of their power, so-called power, there, there's four things that come to mind. Number one, control. Number two would be lies, deception, and fear. And, and those are the key ingredients for somebody that, that wants to take over a, a people or a country. And, and Russia is a master at that. But the thing to me that is so interesting is that the Bible in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 38 and 39, we're, we're talking of a passage that's 2,500 years old. And in that passage, it, it clearly speaks of how that Russia would have a band of people that would gather with him. It names some of those countries. It talks about how that they would, they would use their aggression, particularly in the Middle East. And I found it very unusual that the very day that they would do their invasion into the Ukraine, there would be uh, a message that they would give to the United Nations. And in that message, they would talk about how that Israel really shouldn't have the sovereignty over the Golden Heights or over Jerusalem. And so, to be honest with you, I think this is, a, in some ways, is a smokescreen. I don't think they're as interested in the Ukraine as they are in the Middle East. Mm. And that's why for years they've had tanks there and soldiers there, and they're waiting for the, for the right moment. But the Bible talks about this. It's hard to make up the headlines that we've just seen, but, but you could not write a script any clearer than what the Bible mentioned, and that was written 2,500 years ago. Fascinating. Talk to me more about their desire uh, to move in the Middle East. Let's talk about that. Why do you say that, and what does the Bible say that gives you, other than what you've discussed, any more information on that? Mm -hmm. Well, I think a couple of things are important. Number one, it, it gives us a motivation. It says that they're going to come to take a spoil. 
and sometimes I like to cover the S and the P in, in oil. And, and so while Russia right now is selling oil of all things to us and to other people into Europe, and, and that's one of the, the, to me, that's one of the saddest things. Why in the world would we be buying oil from Russia? When we have oil, we're, we're sitting on oil ourselves. To me, it just shows that, that this thing is, is not, uh, no one's thinking it through. The, or at least the people making the decisions are not thinking it through. And, um, but the Bible says that they're going to come, not just for that, but it says for silver and gold, for wealth. And they're coming to, to capture a people and to take a prey. And, and the hatred that, that Russia's had for Israel has been longstanding. And so we know the motivation. The Bible said that, that that's why they would come. The Bible also says that it will be in the latter years. It mentions that three or four times in, in the passage. And then I think another thing that's so important is it talks about the fact that, that they will come with a united forces. Um, I'm watching pictures of Putin with the leaders of Turkey and with the leaders of Iran. And what do they have in common? Matter of fact, in, in some cases, they, they actually hate one another. But what they have in common is a common enemy, and that's Israel. And the Bible says that they would come against Israel. They would come at a time when there's unwalled villages. They there would be a peace. I think that the Bible predicts that there will be a tribulation time. I think we're seeing the beginning of it. Matthew chapter 24, very clear. Matter of fact, the, the booklet that we sent out last week uh, talks about those indicators and, and how that uh, the Bible says here are conditions. We're watching those conditions. These are the headlines that we're talking about. And so... To me, when we see these things and we see the, these nations lining up together, it's, it's unbelievable that people would say, I doubt the Bible. I doubt what's taking place. I agree with you. I think much of what Russia does is a smokescreen. I've been to Russia. I've seen some of their, their equipment. Some of it's, it's I would say, is, is worthy of the trash pile. But the difference is this. Russia, particularly Mr. Putin, has no respect for human life. He has no respect for truth. And so it doesn't matter to him if he loses 100,000 people. It doesn't matter to him if he invades a country for, for really no proper reason and destroys them. He could care less because he has no regard for human life and no regard for the truth. The book that you offered last week, did you get a, did you get a good response for people wanting that free book? We sure did, and and again tonight we want to offer that, and and as well there's a a special handout that we have, and uh, again we can make it so that they can go to our website, and uh, they can just click, and and we'll send them a whole handout, a four-page handout that has maps, has Bible references, it traces the word, uh, how how do we know it's Russia, and we actually go and and trace it to show that the Bible word that's used in Ezekiel 38 and 39 is exactly the word for Russia that's used in the Jerusalem Post today. When you read Hebrew, the word is Rosh. It's translated chief prince. And, and that handout will have those pictures. One of the things that's interesting to me is I was in Russia 25 or 30 years ago when we saw Russia collapse. And I remember people telling me, all right, your, your whole Bible story on Russia is going to come against Israel have you changed your mind? Uh, it's Russia's nothing. Well, the headlines, and we show you a copy of those headlines, 
we watch Russia build back. We've seen the Bible come true exactly as God said it would. And so now I think we're on the brink of, of this second uh, session of this whole story that's taking place. And God says, I'm going to take them down. They're going to come down for, for wealth. They're going to need wealth. We've watched the economic situation in Russia. I was there when I saw it, it collapse one time. It's collapsing again. And they have a desire for power. They have a desire for countries. This is exactly the aggression that the Bible said would be here. It would come in the latter days. It will come when the tribulation breaks out. But I think that's how close we are to seeing Jesus Christ come back and to see the Bible fulfilled. Let, let's show his website here, Logan, so people can see. If you just go to his website, which is on the screen, Bible T-I-P now, which is Bible Truth in Prophecy, it's an acronym, but it's Bible T-I-P now, and you just click where it says free book, right there where it says free book. So all you got to do right. is just click where it says free book, and no obligation, he'll send you that free book, which includes these charts and, and uh, different things that he was talking about. So the Bible seems to There's also a free handout there. Uh, when they click that, they'll be able to download a PDF that will be the free handout on Russia. So we'll send the, we'll mail the book, and and they will and they'll be able to download the the free handout on Russia with the maps and with the explanation of, of Bible passages as well as uh, a number of pictures as as late as uh, February 24th, February 25th, February 23rd. All the stories that took place with Russia and China. Waiting until after the the Olympics. There it is. Yep. Uh, the session in the United Nations, where they, I, you know, to be honest, if someone listens to what they said in the United Nations and watches what they're doing in the Ukraine and sees their position, you can stand in Israel and you can see Russian tanks with your naked eye. This is what the Bible said would would be taking place, and so I don't say that to cause people to fear. These are your I graphics. These, these are these are your your graphics. So, example, some of your graphics right there we're seeing on the screen, right? Right. That that's what they can download. Yes, by going to the to click on the free handout on Russia, they'll be able to download that. Okay, I'm looking for on the screen free handout on Russia. Where do I? I see the free book. Where's the free handout? Yeah, go right below. Go right below it. Yeah, the yellow, uh, yellow yellow bar. Oh, the click to read Russian Bible prophecy. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Great. Perfect. 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 Okay. What are these are great graphics? Whatever. What other graphics do you have there? You want to mention any of those? Do we have. Well, look at that one. What, what's that one about? Well, this one talks about. Uh, this is actually from the Jerusalem Post, and February twenty fourth. So we're talking about a week ago, and this is here's Ukraine invading, or here's Russia invading the Ukraine. And they're talking about how horrible uh, Israel is because they have sovereignty over the Golan Heights. The, the Golan Heights is part of Israel. And, and they're criticizing Israel for, for standing firm there. They're talking about how horrible it is that Israel controls Jerusalem. You know, the Bible is clear. God said, I chose Jerusalem. That's where my name will be established. And so for them to say Israel has no right to have Jerusalem or the Golan Heights, that's ridiculous. When this country, on the very day they made that statement, they're invading the Ukraine. And when you say they're uh, right on the border, they're in Syria. Is that where they're at? Russia's in Syria? That's correct. Along, yes. with, along with Iran and along with Turkey. Right. And I'm sure Hezbollah is in there as well, I'm sure. Hezbollah is there. Yeah. Which is Iran. Hamas. So you've got Iran, Turkey, Russia, and uh, all represent, of course, Syria. In Syria, yeah. 
And so then we go to Ezekiel chapter 38. And if you begin to read through verses 5, 6, and 7, it says, here are the countries that will accompany, accompany Russia when they invade. It includes Persia. Today we call it Iran. 2,500 years ago, the, the Bible states it. It says, Kush and Put, Ethiopia, Libya. Again, uh, in some of the... Uh, and some of the episodes that we have of Bible Truth right now, and in the handout, the free handout, we will list those uh, Bible Truth lessons. We give the number. You can go on there. Uh, the graphics are there. The news stories are there. Every one of those countries, we can trace back and say, in the last year or two, we've seen them make bargains with Russia. Russia is an aggressor. Russia wants to invade Israel. They think they can take a spoil. They think they can take great gain. And they really think that the people of the world are not going to try to stop them. Well, do you have any other graphics that we should talk about? I think... Um, do you have any, you have any the, more, Logan? There's one. Look at that one. Russia and yeah, China meeting. That's yeah. February 23rd. Tell us about that one. Yeah, that's February 23rd. So that's that's two days before they, they invaded Ukraine. So to say that these leaders are in cahoots, you were mentioning that. It's exactly true. This is not done in a, in a closet. But they make it sound so... That, that this is just something that occurred. He said he's doing it for the good of the Russian people. No, he's doing it for his own legacy. He's doing it because he hates human life and he hates the truth. And both of those are, are, are different than what the, the Bible perspective is. God loves human life. He sent his son to die for us. God loves truth. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And so what we're watching, I think, is a setup for an Antichrist to come. I don't think Mr. Putin's the Antichrist. I think the Antichrist will use Mr. Putin because Mr. Putin thinks he's the smartest man on the earth because he can outthink our president. He can outmaneuver us right now. But there's going to be one smarter than him. Satan's going to indwell an, an Antichrist. And I think that Mr. Putin, he will fall for it. Why? Because you see how the devil has used people in the past. Let's take Judas. Judas wanted money. The Bible says he bargained for the price of Jesus. And I, I see people like Putin, they're bargaining. They, they, they want more land. He, he can't even take care of the people he has in his own land. But he wants more land. And whether and He's also claim, one of the richest men in the world. I mean, obviously, largely through theft, to work with all these oligarchs. But, I mean, all of his oligarchs and his buddies have yachts that would just blow, would just blow your mind. Would, would they not? For sure they would. But it's interesting, again, that the Bible says in Revelation 18, 78, it says this, that the... Wealthy men of the world will lose their fortune in a moment. In, oh, in one day, it says they'll lose their fortune. I believe that their wealth is going to come to nothing. Look, look at what's taking place in Russia right now. You know, he thought that, that this would be a pushover. It's not. He thought that, that this would gain uh, him, a, a, say, a praise somehow of a power. It's not. Instead, we're watching their country uh, come to dismal situations economically. I was in Russia one time when, when the ruble was devaluated. I watched people stand in line at the banks trying to get money out. It was a sad, pathetic thing. It's even worse today, what's going on. And it will continue to get worse. So this hungry monster, he will go after whatever he can. Russia is an aggressor, the Bible said. In the, you'll know the last days because they will rear their head. They will come against the Middle East, particularly against Israel. Any more graphics, Logan? We're, is that four we've showed now? Any more, Logan? There's, there, there's four? another one on the on the last page, and uh, 
it gives a, a list of um, of stories uh, that begin with the tribulation, the battle of Armageddon, the millennium. How do these all fit together? And so they're laid out one lesson at a time. And uh, then there's another set called preparing the way for the Antichrist. And uh, to see how AI, artificial intelligence, fits into this. And particularly this whole idea of control. We're, we're watching, you know, first we watch... Um, the pandemic control people. And uh, there was a, an incredible cartoon that showed the pandemic going out the exit door and, and now we have war coming in. And I look any day for, for war to go out and now it's going to be the dollar because they're using all these things to control people. That, that's the whole point. Uh, it's, it's not, they're not interested in our health. No one believes that they were interested in our health now. Right. We know that what they use, they use that to control us. They use that to bring fear. The war, the economics. I, I was shocked. Matter of fact, in, in one of the lessons, one of the latest lessons on, on BTIP, the one called 103, I actually include an interview. And this talks. This man talks about the decision they need to make is to go to a cashless society. And then he says, why? Because that way we can control what you buy and who you buy it from. In other words, let's say here's a person that doesn't cooperate with their program. They're going to make it, let's say you, you want to buy a, a table they're going to approve that purchase or not approve that purchase depending on whether that person's friendly with them so they said the trouble with cash is we can't track it but if we can go to this digital currency we can track it we're watching that take place every day we're watching it become a step closer to that before that can come to total power i think the bible says jesus christ will come back for those that are believers that's why we have hope our hope is not in a political party, it's not in a situation. Our hope is in, in the hope of the Bible. The hope of the Bible is, is Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Tell me about um, this, this administration and Nancy Pelosi. How, how anti-Israel is the Democrat Party, is some within the Republican Party, uh, Biden? Some of these people are just, they, they're anti-Semites, they're, they're, they hate Israel. Can, can you speak to this, the, the, the growing rise of anti-Semitism? I can. And again, one of the great indicators the Bible said in the last days is that the whole world would hate Israel. The book of Zechariah, Zechariah chapter 12, Zechariah chapter 14, the Bible documents that there would be this hatred. It talks about how that eventually all the nations of the world will come against it. Why? why? Particularly against I've always, Jerusalem. Uh, particularly what? Well, particularly against Jerusalem. See, I've, I wondered that, Rob. Why, why will all the world hate uh, Jerusalem. What what do you think would happen? I mean, we recently saw a, a, a Jewish doctor, and again, because we stand with the Jewish people, doesn't mean we agree with everything every Jewish person has ever done. I mean, Karl, Hart, Karl Marx is a self-hating Jew. We don't agree with everything the Israeli government does, but we understand God's plan for the Jewish people. So what, what do you think it could be? Because I saw a, an Israeli a scientist recently speaking at the World Economic Forum about not the God in the clouds, but the God in the eye, in the eye computer clouds of Apple or Microsoft, that man doesn't really have a soul, uh, that man is not a free, doesn't have a free will, that it will be the uh, intelligent design by the elite who control them as they merge humans with, you know, nanotechnology and artificial intelligence. And I kept thinking, you know, what is it that some of these people could do who may be Jewish, just as there are wicked Jews and wicked Gentiles, or righteous Gentiles, righteous Jews, but what could Correct. it be that goes on in Israel that causes the whole world to say, oh my word, it, Israel? There has to be something, obviously, that impacts everybody globally that must come out of Israel. 
I think there's two things. Number one, if we look at the advances that Israel has brought about, I'm talking from the cell phone to medicines. Look how many of the new medicines, a huge percent of the new medicines are coming out of Israel. Matter of fact, right now, some of the, the greatest impact against uh, Omicron and, and other uh, viruses like that have come from Israel. So they're bright. They've done an incredible job electronically. Their weapons, their weapons are a legend. They, they buy weapons even from us, and, and they make them useful to, to a degree that we can't even do ourselves. So their, their brightness, their cleverness, they have blessed the world. And the Bible said in the book of Genesis, God said, I will bless the whole world through you. But I think they hate the Jew because of the God of the Jews. They hate the Bible. That's the what they, really they hate. The same way they hate Christians. And we see this growing animosity to Christians. So we're seeing a growing animosity to Christians, a growing animosity toward Christians. And the, uh, the, things we have, the thing we have in common, while many of them obviously don't believe in the, 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 the deity of Christ in the New Testament, the thing we do have in common is the God of the Old Testament. That's correct. The, the idea that, that God has a plan and that God's word, God's written word, is the thing that's the source of truth. It's the foundation of truth. And so the, the values that are important are values that have been passed on through to us through the Old Testament and are explained in the New Testament. And so you look at a, a nation like, like Russia. Well, we went there just after the so-called Iron Curtain fell. There was such a, a stir and a search for truth. Matter of fact, we were on a ship that went down the Volga River. We had one million Bibles, New Testaments, and, and uh, Christian literature packs. And people literally came by the thousands to theaters and to, and to houses uh, and, and came and, and listened to, to gospel lessons. I know that there are people who accepted Christ there. They, they felt like they had been lied to and tricked. We're watching that same thing happen again. We're even watching it take place in America. Why? Because we've left the foundation of truth. There's nothing more important than, than truth. You see, one of the, the problems that I see in our country is that we're, we're starving people of the truth. Why is it that, that people are, are accepting some of the, the things that are going on in our country? It's because they're not told the whole truth. You can't make a decision, a scientific decision, an engineering decision, even a decision for life without having the truth. And if we take away the Bible, we're taking away the source of truth. And so that's why there's such an enemy against the God of the Bible and the God of the Jews. Dr. Rob Lindstedt, I hope you'll get his free material. It's a free book, BibleTIPnow.com. And the headline here is, Ukraine could also be a great smoke cloud as Israel is making more hostile, or excuse me, Russia, uh, excuse me, Russia is making more hostile comments about Israel. Wow, we'll definitely be getting Dr. Rob Lenstead back on. Thank you, Dr. Rob, and thank you folks my, for my watching. Pleasure. Take care. In a few minutes, on the screen will be our webpage. And on the webpage, there's going to be a, a button that you can click, and you'll get the free booklet that we've been talking about. It's a, a great booklet. It's great indicators for the last days. And then there's another button you can click, and it will be a handout concerning the Russian aggression. It correlates current events, several articles that I quote in this session, as well as biblical references that I think will really help you study. You know, a number of years ago when we went to Russia, we had the privilege of going down the Volga River on a ship. I had a 300, over 300 believers with me. And it was a great joy because you see, we'd printed Bibles in the Russian language with some helps 
on how they could clearly understand the gospel. And it was a thrill to hand those out. Some were New Testaments, some were Gospels of John, some were even Bible study courses teaching them how they could come to know Christ as their Savior and what to do after they did receive Christ. You see, during this last week, I've received a, a number of phone calls and been in a number of conversations because I think there's three things that I notice going on right now in the world. It has to do with hope, worry, and fear. I'm going to be honest with you, I think I have the greatest hope. Here's why I have a great hope, because you see, my hope is based on the Word of God. God's promises say that we can have everlasting life through Jesus Christ. But I notice that the world has worry and they have fear. I'm going to be honest with you, I have no worry and I have no fear. Here's why. Because of what Christ did on the cross for my sins. My friend, I really believe that we're at the very end of the church age. I think the next event could be the coming of Christ and how I want you to know Christ as your personal Savior. I want you to be a part of that rapture. I don't want you to go through the tribulation. As devastating as all that's taking place in Russia and Ukraine, the Bible speaks of one that's even going to be worse. And that's the one in the Middle East. In the next several weeks, we're going to be talking about more of the situation and what the Bible says. The Bible is the key to understanding the news that's going on right now. But as we close our session today, I hope you will take advantage of the three free booklet in the literature. But I want to make sure that you understand how important it is to know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. It begins by admitting to God that you're short of His standard. He's a perfect God. He's a holy God. He's a righteous God. And so we need to admit that we're a sinner. We need to turn from our sin, confess our sin, and leave our sin. Number two, we need to acknowledge that Christ had no sin of His own. But on the cross, He paid for my sin. He paid for your sin. He paid for the sins of every single person in the world, regardless of the country they live in, regardless of their previous beliefs. And then third, to personally accept, to personally say, Lord Jesus, I take you as a substitute for my sin. Your death, your blood shed on the cross, your resurrection is the payment that satisfies God. And then you will have that hope that I have, that Christ is coming soon. You'll have that hope of eternal life with Christ. And believe me when I tell you, your worries and your fears will dissolve. That's what we have in Christ. That's what we have in the Word of God. And all that's taking place right now is exactly what the Bible records will take place in the last days. Thank you for listening. Father, we come to you and we pray that many today who watch the program will receive Christ as their personal Savior. Father, what a God you are to provide your Son, your only Son, as a sacrifice for our sin. Father, thank you that he rose from the dead. He's paid the price in full. And Father, we pray that we'll be living for Christ as we believe he's coming soon. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.